Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Say It With May. I'm your host Malin and as always I am so happy that you're here. So today we are going to be starting a brand new series, a little series called Let's Talk About It. So this is going to basically include topics that have nothing to do with each other or kind of coincide with each other. And these are just topics that I want to talk about. And these are topics that I think are are really important and I just want to include. So today we are going to be talking about the F word, goals, and the right time. And no, it's not the explicit F word you're thinking of. It is failure. So we're going to take a deep dive into that first. So a a word that everybody dreads, a word that I dread, failure. I am a perfectionist. I, in my perfect world, in my brain, I would be perfect all the time. I would never say the wrong thing. I'd never do the wrong thing. I would live out my dreams and have the perfect life. But like we talked about in the last episode, we we do live in reality. Um, this is the life that we're living and it will not always be perfect. And that's something over the last couple years that I've really had to keep reminding myself that it is okay to fail. Obviously, failing sucks. Failing is one of the worst feelings in the world. And I stand on that. But the beautiful thing of failing is that it sets you up for just such such important life lessons. And Dr. T, if you guys don't know Dr. T, he is a often often a guest speaker on the hidden opponent and um he also owns his own practice and and he's essentially a sports psychologist and he brings up just a beautiful acronym for fail and it's first attempt in learning when i tell you guys i was sitting on a zoom call for campus captains through the hidden opponent my sophomore junior year and he says this and it kind of was one of those things that just kind of takes you back and he does a beautiful TED talk and I'll include the link in the bio of this podcast episode because it is a hundred percent worth the watch whether you are a student athlete a coach it doesn't matter it is one of the most moving TED Talks I have ever watched. And he talks about really coping with this idea of failure and that it is, it's okay to fail. Again, first attempt in learning. And it really changed my perspective on it because even though you might have done something before, that's your first time doing it again. And I have, I have failed at things that I look back and I'm like, how did I, you know, how did I miss that? 
or you know why did I say that like I kind of I kind of failed that conversation I've walked out of interviews and was just like why 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 was that so bad and at the end of the day I can solidly say that anytime that I have failed and it's been it has been a huge learning experience for me it has also a lot of failures that I've had have also fueled really deep fires in me and I think of this example so my freshman year of high school we had a a great team for softball and we got all the way to district championships and we ended up taking second my sophomore year we I think we placed like third maybe third or fourth and it fueled such a deep fire in me because not only did I feel like I, I had failed my freshman year and I know it's a team it's a team sport but as a pitcher I took a lot of that kind of on my back and I, I felt I felt like I was responsible in a sense but I was like man this is two years in a row we had this goal and and like what what happened like I felt like a failure walking away from that year but I'll tell you I have net I probably this is one of the hardest times I've ever worked in my life it fueled just such a deep fire in me and I felt like this too with things that I've done in in my business in you know and in internships that I've had and and everything I have felt like it made me want to do better and that's the great thing about failure. Now, with failure, you can choose to not take lessons from from the things that you failed at. But in the end, you're just doing an injustice to yourself because you just failed for nothing. Now, what I'm not saying is to get comfortable with the idea of failure, but redefining what failure looks and feels like is really important and I know that failure can be something that feels really disappointing and it can cause you to kind of feel knocked down and and lose that motivation but when you think of failure in a sense of I had I now have more information than I did before maybe you found information throughout your failure and you know you you found the problem so now you know that information now you might have acquired new skills. It if Failure has taught me, personally, that I'm a lot more resilient than I thought I was. Because how resilient do you have to be to fail at something and then continue to do it? Continue to not do the same things, but continue to try and try new things and do better. And There have been so many times that, you know, I've tried new things with my business or, you know, tried new things with softball and I, I've failed multiple times in a row. But what makes people so resilient is that you keep finding new things to do until something works. And that ultimately leads to the success. And that kind of coincides with my next point, which is goals. And goals is something for me that 
I've struggled with because at the beginning of every year, January 1st of whatever year. So this year, January 1st of 2023, I set goals. I would not say what they are because (laughs) I am very, I don't know, superstitious, you could call it. And the year's not over and, you know, I would like to see kind of some of those goals come true and I feel like if I really voice them out into the open, maybe they wouldn't come true. Anyway, so (laughs) I have had this thing in the past that goals that I set, if they don't exactly turn out how I planned them, it was kind of a meltdown moment. I would have this goal in my head. So let's just say, for example, this is something I used to do all the time. I would walk out in the softball field and and I'm a pitcher for anyone who doesn't know. And I'd walk out in the softball field and I would, I would start a game or go into a game. And my always goal would obviously be to throw strikes. Don't walk anybody. And don't give up hits. Well, as we know, that is part of the game. You're going to give up hits. You're going to walk people. And you're not going to throw strikes all the time. And that, I'd go out with that goal. And then it wouldn't happen. And then I'd feel like I would crumble. And I would get this like, well that's over now and and that goal kind of went out the window. A goal only is something for you to reach for. The issue that I was having is I was having this whole idea of this is how it's going to happen, this is what I'm going to do and then it wouldn't and then I would I would have this like dooming feeling of such a disappointment that I was such a disappointment. But again in all reality you have to have realistic goals and that's not something I was doing because I was having like the perfect mindset when I was creating those goals and again I wasn't really taking reality into account because you're not going to be perfect all the time I I cannot and no one can just live up to this standard of perfection all the time So I think that it is a great thing to, you know, have that goal to reach for, but also make it to make it within your means. And I also had to look at it from the perspective of things that I can control. I was creating goals that also I can't control every aspect of the goal. I can't control how other people react to what I'm doing. I, I I can't control everything at one time. I started basing my goals around things that I can control and also having kind of a separate list of goals that are like out of my control a little bit that kind of depend on someone else. For example, I or I'm actively making, you know, merchandise for a variety of artists. When I reach out to an artist, 
if they don't like said merch or maybe want it changed, that doesn't depreciate my goal. It just changes the course of the goal. It changes the timeline of it and that's okay. But if I, before I would create this kind of goal of like, I'm going to do this and this is how it's going to happen. And then I just end up disappointing myself in the end. And I'm not telling you guys to lessen your goals, but again, control the controllables and then realize what is kind of out of your control. And that's something that I was just really missing. Another thing I was missing was the the positivity even when the goal is not particularly reached. And this kind of goes hand in hand with learning lessons from failures. I would maybe reach half of the goal or, you know, a little bit of the goal, but I wouldn't complete the entire thing. And I'd think, man, like I'm a failure. I, I didn't finish it. I, you know, only got halfway done or whatever. I started to look at things. They, they always talk about the glass half empty, glass half full. And I, I used to honestly think, being completely transparent with you guys, that that was BS. I thought that that was kind of a stupid mindset to have. I thought that it wasn't really helpful to your life. But it, 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 when you take a deep dive into it, it really is. And it's changed the way that I think of things. Because even though I'm only halfway done, maybe it's a project for school. Or maybe I'm designing new merchandise. Although I'm only halfway done, that's more than halfway than I was before. And that's all that matters. Pulling the positives from the situation while also knowing what you need to do better that that's what goals are all about isn't it it's finding it you are literally taking experiences or experiences that you want to have and you're saying that this is my goal for the future or this is my goal for now and with goals comes the the true timing of your life And this is something that I had, I don't want to say a hard time accepting, but I kind of struggled with constantly going back and forth in my head of like, am I where I I truly need to be? Am I far enough in life that I can look back in 10 years and say that I was at a good point at this time? And I think that you have to really trust in the timing of your life because I'm a huge believer in that everything happens for a reason. And as far as my personal beliefs, and again, I always, always want to say this in the podcast that this is basically my personal journal. I am kind of taking all of the the thoughts in my head, the ideas that I have of what I would put onto paper in my personal journal, but I'm just putting it, I'm recording it, and I'm kind of putting it out there in the world. So these will always be my personal views on everything. And I have become more content in that 
God has a plan for me and God's timing is the only timing that that needs to happen. And then it's going to work out. And this has helped me become more comfortable in the idea that I am exactly where I need to be and I need to enjoy these moments. And these moments are compiled of so many emotions and lessons and failures. Every step that you take in your life will not be perfect. If you really reflect and like after this podcast episode is over, like I want people to really think about like whoever's listening that has there ever been a point in your life that everything has just been sunshine and rainbows and nothing has gone wrong? Have these failures led you to where you are today? And think, I think about this all the time. What would your life, what would your life look like now had those failures not happened? Because I don't think that I would truly be where I am today in the place that I am if I wouldn't have had those failures along the way. And that just is trusting in the timeline of your life that you are exactly where you need to be. It's also accepting what is happening. I still have failures that are hard for me to accept. That I struggle with being like, I'm glad that that happened. Because I didn't want that to happen. I didn't... If, again, in my perfect world, we would have won districts and states every year that I would have been in in high school. But that's not what happened. Would I go back and change it? No, because although hard to accept, it would have changed where I'm at now. And it, it would have, those failures just would have really altered my experiences and the lessons that I learned. And developing, I, I developed more of an understanding of where I want to be. And, and how I got here and, you know, where I don't want to be. And I think that really once, once you establish the trust in, in where you are and why you're there, you become more comfortable with the other areas of your life too. Maybe it's you're not happy with where you're at in your relationship. Or you're not happy with where you're at in your career. I truly believe that when you trust yourself and your intuition. Even if you don't like what is happening right now. If you really trust in the timing of your life. That ultimately you know. That it will turn out okay for you. Because of the timing of your life and because of God's plan for you. I also think that my failures and opening up about them, not only in softball, but also in school, in my business career, it has made me be a more authentic version of myself. I don't know if you guys have ever met people like this, but I have met people before that, and although I understand to an extent, 
they don't want to talk about their failures. They don't want to talk about the setbacks that they've had along their journey that have ultimately led them to where they are today. And you can tell when someone is being genuine and authentic. You can tell when maybe your boss at work is being a genuine leader. You can tell that in sports. You can tell that in any forms of life. I don't think that someone is being authentic if they are portraying this narrative that everything is just perfect and rainbows. And that's why, and I know we talked about this last episode, but social media can be such a dangerous place because we create this narrative of like, everything's perfect. Here's my shell. I'm showing you what I want you to see because I want you to think that I am this perfect version of myself. Is that really authentic? Is that really genuinely the look that we want to have? Because I'd rather someone look at me and say, she is being authentic and genuine because she is is sharing her firsthand experiences that realistically I I don't have to share. And that sometimes can be really hard to share. I shared my story. And I say my story. It's really just, it's a small snippet of my sophomore year when I was going through a really hard time. And I shared it um, to Hope for Athletes. And they ended up, they were gracious enough to share on their page. And I, I shared that because it happened. And... I trust in the time of my life that that period of my life happened to ultimately get me where I am right now. I think living more authentically too. Not portraying yourself as this, you know, perfect person who has it all together. None of us have it all together. There, there, there's always going to be a part of someone that either wants a change or needs something different. No one has it all together. But there, you live with less fear when you live authentically. I have become more comfortable with not fearing failure as much. Because I can look back and say, okay, this is ultimately where it got me. Because I, I, don't, I don't constantly worry about when I go into something, I don't constantly worry and say, you know, like, what if I fail? What if I do this? What if I do that? And I know that I talked about this in the first episode that I did that going to this podcast for such a long time. And then finally, one day, I I literally woke up one day and I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it because although my life may not be perfect and it may, it may not be quote unquote the right time, but it's never really the right time. But I trust where I'm at now that I can do this and I can share this portion of my life with whoever is listening and, and I, I can add something out there. Not just being more authentic, but I feel like I have been able to experience a lot more peace. Again, I stopped worrying so much about 
well, what if I fail? What if this happens? What if the world just catches on fire? I stopped just holding on to every single thing that could go wrong. And that just has brought an immense amount of peace. When I started trusting my journey in life and where I'm at and where God has put me, it has allowed me to find peace and find comfort in knowing that I'm exactly where I need to be, even in times where I'm like, this is a complete dumpster fire. I need to get out of here. This is literally horrible. But I also remember that there are millions of other people out there that also feel like that. And that I'm not alone in this, in this quote unquote dumpster fire that sometimes I do go through. You will go through just such hard times and you're like, what is going on? And it sucks in the moment. I know it does. I've been there. But you're not alone. And I kind of talked about it last episode too, but especially as I'm entering into really the heart of my 20s, like I'll be 23 next year, which kind of makes me want to be sick a little bit and makes me a little sick to my stomach. But as I'll be 23 next year, I really think about who's in my corner and who necessarily is sitting at my table. And I feel like I have really created such a strong foundation of people that I know I can turn to and be like, this is going on in my life right now. And I I feel like I'm all alone in this. And there, this has happened so many times. And shout out to all my friends because they have really helped me through really hard times. But again, I have created such a supportive table of people. And I didn't always have that. And I want to say that because this is this is not this has not been a perfect journey, especially with, with friends. And I talked about that. I know I keep saying that, but I know I talked about that in the last episode of you will really find people who are going to cheer you on who are going to be supportive, who are going to make you level up in life and you will slowly and it'll hurt and it will be really terrifying actually, but you will slowly find people that are pulling for you, that believe that no matter where you are in life, whether that's in the same place as them or maybe it's somewhere completely different. They are pulling for you and they know that no matter where you're at now and where you'll be in the future, that they believe in you. And that's just been something for me that has literally just been honestly kind of life-changing. So, overall, the timing of your life is, is a hard concept itself to to really grapple with because there's a lot of what ifs what's going to happen in the future what's going to happen tomorrow we never know but 
once you finally trust that where you're at in life and, and the timing of it all, that's when you will feel most comfortable with embracing the moments that aren't perfect, that failure, setting goals that are constantly adapting to the timing that you're currently experiencing. And I'll tell you, again, I just want to really touch on this, so important, that the people that you have to really help you and guide you along this way will will resonate and, and stick with you forever. There, I've had conversations with people that I don't think that they've realized how meaningful they were to me and, and how I still think about them. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this series. We, I have a lot of really exciting things planned for the podcast and there's going to be a lot more let's talk about it and I really hope you guys enjoyed it and I will see you next Monday. This was Say It With May.